0: Well, good morning, everybody. A few of us that are in here, welcome to worship on this beautiful sunny summer day. It's a great weekend, and happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I don't know if you saw it on the way in, but we have some, uh, some mixed nuts and some Slim Jims for you guys to snack on if you'd like. So dads, enjoy that on your way out today, or even during greeting time. Go grab some. It's for you guys. Uh, well, welcome. As I said, welcome to you guys worshiping with us online today. It's, it's a great day. Um, I wanna—we're gonna open up the, the morning with a brand new song. It's tough, tough sometimes to open up a worship set with a brand new song, but this one's pretty upbeat. It's got a lot of energy, and I wanna um, teach you guys the the chorus of this song to kind of help you get to know it a little bit better. Uh, so, again, this song is called "I Thank God." It's by uh, a band called Maverick City Worship, and it's a. Uh, um, a great new song, so I'm gonna sing it sing it for you guys. Uh, Rob's gonna pull up the lyrics and I'm gonna have you guys then join me after I sing it. So, here it goes. This is the chorus of I Thank God.
1: He picked me up, He turned me around, He placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master, I thank the Savior because He healed my heart, He changed my name. Forever free, I'm not the same. I thank the Master, I thank the
0: Savior, I thank God. This song's got a lot of energy to it, so we will be moving a lot. So why don't you guys, um, why don't you guys stand with me, and then let's try singing this, and then the band will play it. So bring it back to that first slide. He picked me up. Here we go. He picked me up, he turned me around, he placed my
1: feet on solid ground. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior Because He healed my heart You he changed my name Forever free I am not the same I thank the Master I thank the
0: Savior I thank God Okay, that's that. We got some verses to sing too that you guys don't know yet, but you'll you'll pick up on it pretty quickly, so let's do it. I thank God, and it's, it's welcome to clap along to the beat in this song. Let's go. Listen to the verses and join in when you feel comfortable. Wandering into the
1: night, wanting a place to hide this weary soul, this bag of bones. And I try with all my might, but I just can't win the fight. I'm slowly drifting. A vagabond. And just when I ran out of rope, I met a man I didn't know, and he told me that I was not alone. Here we go. Pick me up. He picked me up. He turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. Heart, you changed my name forever. Free, I'm not the same. I thank the master, I thank the savior, I thank God. Yeah. And I cannot do what I see. Got no choice but to believe my doubts are burning like ashes in the wind. So long to my old friends. Burden and bitterness, you keep it moving. Now you ain't welcome here. And out to walk the streets of gold, I sing of how you saved my soul. This wayward son Forever Running out of an empty grave Now seated above in glory Thrown on the highest praise You sent the darkness running Out of an empty grave Now seated above in glory
2: the start before the beginning of time. No point of reference spoke to the dark and fleshed out the wonder of life. And as you speak, A hundred billion galaxies are born. In the faint of breath, the planets fall. If the stars were made to worship, so will I. I can see in your heart everything. If a burning star sings the fire of grace, if creation sings you praise your praise so loud, so. Speak in vain, your syllable empty your voice. And once you have spoken, nature and science follow the sound of your voice. And as you speak, from reveal just catching breath involving in pursuing what you say If it all reveals in nature, so alive, I can see your heart and everything you say Every painted sky and canvas of your grace, creation still obeys the soul. for we to worship, so will I If the mountains bow in reverence, so will I If the oceans roar your greatness, so will I For if everything exists to lift you high, so will I if the wind goes where well, send it sends its light, if the rocks cry out in silence, so I. If the sum of all our praises still falls shy, then we'll sing again a hundred million times. Down my heart through all of my failure and pride. I wanna feel you created the light of the world abandoned in darkness to die And as you speak a hundred fails to disappear When you lost your life so I could find it again If you left the grave behind you so alive I can see you your heart everything dies heart designed the work of our heart if you gladly chose surrender so will I I can see your heart built in different ways every precious one in charge you died to save, if you gave me life to love, and so will I, like you would again a hundred billion times. The man should come out to your desire, the one who never leaves the one behind.
0: His words just help us to be in awe of you, God. While your creation bows and worship, the rocks cry out in worship. The wind whips in worship. The oceans roar. God, we join in that song today. As The line always hits me, God. Your promise, you don't speak in vain, no syllable empty or void. For once you have spoken all nature and science, follow the sound of your voice. God, you, what you say matters. It has depth, it has purpose. So the promises you speak in your word, God, may we believe them, may we lean into them today. God, as you spoke to us through worship today, through a prayer that's been prayed, or even as Dave comes to speak later, God, pray that you would speak, that our ears would be open to hear from you, God, today. And even after this service, as we walk home, as we go on a hike, or as we're talking with our children, or as we're falling asleep, God, that you would speak, and that we would hear you, God. And God, let it be a yearning, place a yearning in our hearts to want to hear from you, to need your voice. How we thank you for your love and for worship. You are good. In your name we pray, amen. You guys can take a seat.
3: Good morning, Sunrise. Welcome. Happy Father's Day to our dads and our grandpas. I hope you enjoy the day. Maybe get a picnic, a cookout, a hike. And a lot of people told me they want a nap. So we want that on Mother's Day, too. Um, My name is, well, I'm going to stop for a minute. So I'm an elder here at Sunrise, and I'm always advocating for name tags because uh, I have a terrible time remembering people's names. And so I thought, I'll make this big one so you can all remember me. I'm Debbie Osinski, one of the elders at Sunrise. Debbie O, I've been known as Debbie O, Mama O, Mrs. O for the last 40 years. So there'll be a quiz next time I'm up here so you remember who I am. Um, So I got a few announcements today. Welcome to everyone, as I said. There's a QR code on the back of the chairs for any further announcements. If you are not technologically challenged, you can check there. Um, But... I will make some announcements here. We have Sunrise Kids play date this Friday. It's at the Cotman's house. It's from 9 a.m. to noon. And you can email Audra at audra.cotman at gmail.com if you have any questions about that. I think there was one last week as well. So fun time for everyone there. And then next Sunday is our summer worship at Hager Park. Uh, We had one in May. It was a lot of fun, beautiful day, so we're going to do summer worship again at Hager Park. So don't come here. Uh, tell your family and friends to meet us at Hager Park, same time, 10 a.m. Bring a chair. And uh, Noah Matice is going to lead us in worship that day. So hope you'll join us. Um, I think I covered everything for announcements. So this is the time we dismiss the children to go to children's worship. And you get three minutes and three minutes only to greet each other. So thank you.
0: Well, once again, good morning, guys. can find your seats. We want to transition back into the uh, time for sermon. So again, like we've talked about before, Dave Dow is here um, visiting with us, giving the sermon today. Uh, Dave is a lay speaker for the United Methodist Church. Debbie Ozinski actually knows Dave. That was the connection. Um, but I wanted to just, uh, yeah, how things are going with you. Sorry, my video is now coming up from the service right now as I'm on Facebook. Um, So Dave, just tell us a little bit about that, speaking with United Methodist Church and the the connection we have with you, with Deb.
4: Well, the connection is through Deb O. Mm -hmm. And a gentleman by the name of Jeff Clark. Jeff and I worked at Gordon Food Service for over 30 years. And uh, I think Deb, uh, Jeff was first choice. I I was second, third, or fourth choice. I can't remember, (laughs) but somewhere along that line. But uh, Deb was, or Jeff was unable to attend, so... uh, uh, he threw my name at Deb, and Deb uh, took a flyer and decided to, to invite me. So it's good to be here.
0: Yeah, yeah, great. Well, we're excited to hear um, part of your story
4: and hear your message today. So welcome. Thank you very much. I want to thank Deb O. And if De- got it right, Deb O. Right? I my name. <laughs> and, and Dan for this opportunity to speak to you. Um, before I share my message this morning, I have one observation and two disclaimers. One observation is: I came here. I don't know. I think uh, Dan Monday or Tuesday and met with him. And and um, my observation is: this, this feels like a very warm church. And that's the first impression, uh, both from the standpoint of your your, your facility, uh, the colors, the, the the little bears out there, and, and um, uh, I love the backdrop here. It just. And I go to a lot of churches, and I I've, I've seen it many. Not I don't say this to all churches, but if you feel comfortable. And and with that having said that, you should feel comfortable to invite people to be part of your worship. Um, It's it's a neat environment. And the second thing about that observation is the fact that I was welcomed, and I appreciate that. So thank you very much. The two disclaimers are this. One, uh, I'm old-fashioned, and I still use notes, okay, Um, versus uh, laptops and and all the other things that um, we use. Um, The second disclaimer is the fact that Uh, The average person speaks 125 words a minute. I average 185 with gusts up to 225. And if the spirit hits me, hang on to your chair, okay? Um, I'd like to open with a prayer, if I may. And it's actually a a verse from Psalms, uh, chapter 19, verse 14. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, my Lord, my rock, and my Redeemer. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 29 to 31, and reads as such. But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you seek him with all of your heart and with all of your soul. When you are in distress and all things have happened to you, then in later years you will return to the Lord your God and obey him. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not abandon or destroy you or forget the covenant with your ancestors, which he confirmed to them by oath. A number of years ago, I was driving from our home in Niles, Michigan to Chicago to visit our branch office. I'd made the trip on I-94 many times, so my mind went into autopilot as I was listening to my favorite oldest channel out of Chicago, which was WLS 94.7. My area of responsibility included Southwest Michigan and Northern Indiana, Chicago, and Milwaukee. I used to travel a lot. In fact, I had a button on my radio for every oldies channel within every market. As I daydreamed on that trip, my mind wandered to a heavy load that I was experiencing. After 13 years of marriage, Carol and I were not in in a good place. We were drifting apart, and we couldn't figure out why even with counseling. Our family had experienced a significant house fire, which we were fortunate to have escaped with our lives. We were displaced for over five months as they had to rebuild most of the home. On top of that, my work responsibilities had increased as my area of responsibility had doubled, and I was losing my sense of balance between my work life and my personal life. I was getting claustrophobic on life. I don't know if you've ever been claustrophobic on life before, but it's not a good feeling. I felt the walls closing in on me, and I I did not know where to go or what to do. It was at that very moment, somewhere around Gary, Indiana, on my trip to Chicago, that an oldie but goodie came on from a second-tier songster by the name of Johnny Rivers. The song that was played was Look to Your Soul. The lyrics went like this. I nearly lost myself. Trying to be someone else. All of my life I've been playing the game. Got to get out of myself, it seems. Life's not real when you're in a dream. Hang on to your head and give it a try. To live, you must nearly die, giving up the need to say, I look to your soul for the answer. Look to your soul. So many people passing by, we need to identify. All of us want to be satisfied. Few people seem to care. Living a life that goes nowhere, no one takes the time to try. To live you must nearly die, giving up the need to say, look to your soul for the answer. Look to your soul. I'm not sure why the songster wrote these words. All I know is at that moment, at that time, on I-94, it was God singing that song to me. Dave, I'm speaking to you, now listen to me. Look to your soul for the answer. The answer to your, your sense of desperation was right there. How often do we go to God and say, Lord, it's in your hands. Tell me what to do. How often do we continue to try and figure it out ourselves and we get nowhere? What did it mean to seek God with all of your heart and with all of your soul? In Deuteronomy, Moses is speaking to the Israelites as they're about to enter the promised land. They are the second generation of Israelites that had escaped from Egypt. The first generation, their parents, were now gone. They were refused entrance into Canaan due to their disobedience 40 years prior. So, so when they crossed over the land, they saw giants living in the land and they were afraid. God told them that he had prepared this land for them and that he would give them success, but they were disobedient. And they refused to go. So God caused them to wander in the wilderness for another 40 years. Now it is time for the second generation of Israelites to move into the promised land. They had a heart for God. Moses gave them an outline of Israel's history. He tells them all about the miraculous things that God had done for them. Moses also told them that, that they were to keep God's commandments and laws. God had written them on stone. And they were kept in the Ark of the Covenant. The children of Israel were told not to forget those laws and to teach their children in future generations. If the Israelites kept God's commandments and continued to worship only him, all would go well for them. But if they forged idols and turned away from God, then they wouldn't live in the land for very long and would be scattered. But here's the most wonderful promise of Deuteronomy 4.29. Even though they may have been scattered without a country to call home, God promised that if they searched for him with all of their heart and their soul and their mind, they would find him. Isn't it interesting that God is always seeking us? He is always there in our soul waiting. Waiting for us to seek him. If Deuteronomy is correct, the first call up as I turn the page, should have been when the walls are closing in, is to him. Why don't we? I recently couldn't get my Canon G7020 to sync with my laptop. It's not funny. Uh, <laughs> for over an hour, for over an hour, I tried to get that stupid thing to work. I tried, I tried going into the settings for my, my laptop. I tried going into the settings for my Canon. It wouldn't work, and I, I, I was just getting so frustrated. And so prior to me throwing a Canon out, on a, in, out at the, in the driveway, I got this brilliant idea. Why don't I check with Google? Why don't I call Google and see what Google says? Okay? So I did. And it says, Dave, turn off your computer, then your printer, then turn the computer back on, and then the printer. I did, and it worked. <laughs> I wasted close to an hour and a blood pressure level of 160 over 100 trying to get figured out it on my own. Why didn't I just turn to Google? Isn't that, that true with my life in general? Why don't I turn to the other G, one called God? Why do I try to do it on my own? If you, are, if you are to go to our soul, if we are to go to our soul for the answer, the first question is, do you even believe that there's a soul? Is there, is there a soul somewhere inside of me? If so, where is it? Is it a living organism? Is it a bunch of cells hiding somewhere in your body? Is it a chamber of your heart, the lobe of your brain? Or is it like the image in the movie The Ghost with Demi Moore and... Patrick Swayze, where when you die, a bright light comes out of you like a football, and the, and the angels take it up to heaven. Or for some other people, it takes it down to hell. Uh, what, what, is, what, is, what is our soul? There was a physician in the late 1800s named Rudolf Ludwig Karl Virchow, I didn't make that up, who is known as the father of modern pathology. He was actually the founder of social medicine. In addition to his quest to understand the science of pathology, Virchow claims to have dissected over 10,000 cadavers in his lifetime. And he never found a soul. Never found the soul. Pythagoras, a famous philosopher from 500 B.C., described the soul as consisting of three parts. Intelligence, reason, and passion, and that the seed of the soul extended from the heart to the brain. So since no one has ever found one, does it exist? How do you know? For one thing, the word soul is mentioned over 100 times in the Bible. Interesting, it was mentioned in one of your songs today. Matthew Matthew 16, 2, what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world but Forfeit their soul. Mark 8.36 How does a man benefit if he gains the whole world and loses his soul in the process? For is anything worth more than his soul? Psalm 62.1 Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Psalm 42.11 Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed with me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Psalm 103.1 Praise the Lord my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Joshua 22.5 But be careful to keep the commandment and the law that Moses the servant of the Lord gave to you. Love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to him, to keep his commandments, to hold fast to him, and to serve him with all your heart and all your soul. And finally, Matthew 22.37 Love the Lord God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. It is interesting that these last two passages separate the heart from the soul. In the 60s, there was a great philosopher by the name of Bob Dylan who once wrote in his song, Don't Think Twice I once loved a woman, a child, I'm told. I gave her my heart, but she wanted my soul. What does it mean to love somebody greater than with your heart? What does it mean to love somebody with your soul? Are you a soulmate with Christ? In my research for this topic, I became across a number of references to the fact that we control our souls. Billy Graham once wrote, In the world in which we live, we give most of our attention to satisfying the appetites of our body, and practically none to the soul. The soul actually demands as much attention as the body. It demands fellowship and communion with God. It demands worship, quietness, and meditation. Unless the soul is fed and exercised daily, it becomes weak and shriveled. It, demands, it remains discontented, confused, and restless. Some seek outside stimulus to feed it, alcohol, drugs, promiscuity. However, nothing but God ever completes or satisfies Because the soul was made for God, and without God, it's restless and in secret torment. We need to feed our soul. See, we own our soul. We manage what's in it and what is not. Is your soul Christ-centered? Do you love him with all of your heart and soul? There was a time when I was a mediocre Methodist. I served on all the boards, made it to church most Sundays, gave willingly at the plate, And was almost, almost took a near-death experience for me to understand the difference between being an institutional Christian and a Christian with passion for Christ. It took me being wheeled down the corridor at Blodgett Hospital with two orderlies running and a cardiologist behind me saying, get him up to heart cath now, He, he doesn't have much time left. I'd had a massive heart attack, and my main right artery had collapsed. Fortunately, I was in an emergency room when it happened. Otherwise, I wouldn't have lived. And I walked out of there, you know, thinking, I'm pretty good institutional methodist, pretty good pretty good Christian guy. And, and when I got out the parking lot with my wife, I cried. And she said, what's wrong? She said, I'm not sure if I'd have gone to heaven. There was a book at the time by, by LeHay about Left Behind, talks about people in the church where half the church goes to the rapture and half the church still sitting there. I think I'd have still been sitting there. I'm not sure that I had a personal relationship with Christ. And I, and I broke down. And, and, and I said, i got to find a way to, to... I have to find a way to more than just love God with my heart. I've got to love Him with my soul. I know there's a soul somewhere wrapped up in this body. This dynamo that controls my conscience, my values, my personality, and yes, my faith. Today we celebrate our fathers as as well we should. I challenge you to ask yourself, do I truly love the greatest of all fathers? With all my heart and with all my soul. Ask him to own your soul, so that when the world is closed in on you and you get that claustrophobic feeling, you can look to your soul for the answer. One of the beauties of talking at two hundred twenty-five words a minute is you give a twenty-minute sermon in twelve minutes flat. So, um, <laughs> but I would like to I would like to close my message with a prayer, and it's and it's focused on fathers uh, on this special day. So if you'd bow your head with me. Heavenly Father, you entrusted your son Jesus to the child of Mary, to the care of Joseph, an earthly father. Bless all fathers as they care for their families. Give them strength and wisdom, tenderness and patience. Support them in the work that they have to do, protecting those who look to them. As we look to you for love and salvation, to Jesus Christ, our rock and our defender. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Dave. We're going to continue in worship and move back into a time of singing. As we do that, um, we're going to use this time as well to give of our tithes and offerings. Um, um, If you're here with us for the first time, um, we do things a little bit differently. We have a bucket in the back right between the doors on that table, a little sign there. Um, you can give of your tithes and offerings there. Otherwise, you can scan one of the QR codes on the chairs there, and that'll bring you to our website, which is a, a place for giving as well. Um, but it's a blessing to, to be able to not only worship with our songs and with our with our hearts and our souls, but also um, with our, with our money, with, with what God has blessed us with. You know, everything we read in the Bible, everything is His, everything is God's in this world um, that He's given to us so we can... Just take a piece of that and give that back to him as we uh, sow here into the Church of Sunrise. It helps us um, complete all the ministries that we do with the kids' ministry, with our local and global missions, uh, and our worship team, the instruments that we have up here. So um, so that said, let's let's continue to worship in both of these ways and um, give God our glory today. Let's worship.
1: shaken, I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus, cause he's never let me down, he's faithful through generations, so why would he fail, now he won't. you would stand with us. I've still got joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. I won't be going under. I'm not held by my own strength. Cause I've been my firm foundation
4: As a young man in the Lutheran Church, I often heard the following benediction, which I thought was pretty cool. Just recently, I found out that it actually was a Bible passage from number 6, 26 through 29. So I will share it with you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.
0: See you guys next week at Hager Park. One oh, peace.